Welcome everyone to a very special session here at UNP as a part of our ongoing series, Onen Be It. Priya and I are absolutely thrilled to welcome Rinalini Kher, who took over Kherwari Social Welfare Association's operational activities back in 1998, together with Kishore Kher and started the Yuva Parivartan movement. This movement was started to guide the unmotivated school dropouts and to help them in becoming economically independent by imparting livelihood skills to them. In the year 2003, the movement was formally launched by the then president of India, APJ Abdul Kalam. The main objective of Yuva Parivartan was to mobilize youth and provide livelihood training to enable more number of youth to become financially independent and lead a productive life. In one line, if I were to tell you what Yuva Parivartan means, it means transformation of youth. The movement brings the unmotivated school dropouts from the underprivileged background and gives them a direction to lead economically independent lives through vocational training. Moving to our guest, Rinalni Kher was born into a family with integrity and a passion to work for others. Her husband always encouraged and supported her to take up challenges. A passionate social worker by choice, Mrinalini has been working tirelessly in the social welfare sector for over 20 years and is one of the most dedicated resources of the Yuva Parivartan team. She's a firm believer in the empowerment of women who she believes are responsible for strengthening families, particularly in the economically backward societies of the country. For the last 25 years, she has served as an honorary secretary and trustee of Kherwari Social Welfare Association. Today, Yuva Parivartan is one of the largest NGOs in the field of livelihoods with a national presence in 16 states. She currently leads various activities of Yuva Parivartan in the livelihoods space. Her work includes implementing the Yuva Parivartan Institute for Entrepreneurship Development, that conducts skilling programs for the government and the corporate sectors. Rinalni was closely associated with the Spastic Society. She has done honorary work with the Seva Southern Society Gamdevi Orphanage and is also honorary secretary and trustee of the Inner Wheel Club of Bombay Trustee of Blue Star Foundation. Welcome, Rinalini, and thank you for taking the time out to be with us here at UNP. We are extremely, extremely delighted to have you with us. In this, and at every point, I'm guessing you've had different kind of, uh, you know, journey or different kind of difficulty to tackle. And, you know, it was a different move. What has been, if I ask you today to look back and say your biggest learning through all these years, one learning, which is like really sticking to you even today? Oh my God, you should have asked me this before. So I would have thought of it <laughs> Because there's so many, so many learnings you seen in my TED talk. Yeah, the yeah. learnings. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the learning is the, means getting aware, aware of the situation of these families mm -hmm. and the lack of opportunity. The biggest challenge or learning is that when people, we ask them, you know, it's, it's unbelievable for uh, people who are out of India when Bombay and Bangalore, Delhi are so overcrowded to still know that 70% of India's population still lives in the villages. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones that we, and there are about 600,000 villages in India. And we have reached about 6,000 villages. So 
I mean, it's a long journey. So I always say that if I there is, if you believe in rebirth, and if I come back after five births, and the pop, <laughs> uh, issue of school drop dropouts will will remain, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. because till the education system is hauled up, till that kind of caringness comes for mentoring students and the quality of education, or more more than the quality, the way we talk to our students. how we teach everybody would be where then the change would come you know so there is a long 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 road for that and uh, finding jobs their attitude the way they why they don't come out of their shells why they have so much low self esteem so many issues mental physical uh, and uh, uh, socio Uh, economical uh, challenges that they face to you have to go and live in their mind to understand those you know mm-hmm. and this is from the top uh, doing it it doesn't help it is about the thing there's so much uh, every time we find a new challenge and we have to cross that bridge when it comes so your parivartan cannot be a fixed Yeah, this is our plan, and this is our strategy, mm. and this is for the next five years. Mm. It will change every year. Strategy will change because our staff on the ground in the uh, remote uh, villages or the districts and the talukas come back to us. Keep this will might work in Bombay or a Delhi or a Bangalore, but it will not work in this village. Mm. You know, because there are so many. Uh, uh, complex issues in the civilizations about religion caste sub caste you know mm-hmm. their economic uh, class their social class all these are you have to be sensitive about them mm-hmm. and in the villages these are the that i always call them the invisible boundaries mm-hmm. whether they are in bombay they have been in uh, the towns and they are in the villages bombay boundaries invisible boundaries or i call them borders you know you will not believe it but i was working in one uh, big slum behind the world trade center at kulaba and we had a center and we were encouraging girls to come from one another mohalla to this mohalla to where our center was she said no we don't cross beyond this line i said ye kya hai ye border hai hamare liye uske aage we cannot go our parents will not allow and those then the boys in that um, uh, area will tease us they might you know do thing harm harm us so there's so much fear that they don't cross those invisible mm. borders and boundaries so this happens in a city like bombay you know you see mm. only the vibrant and the modern mm. and uh, ultra glamorous yeah the glamour, the glamour of it yeah yeah this is the other side i mean every uh, city has that you know you mm-hmm. have one lane sunset boulevard and the lane behind is a uh, yeah. this thing for the drug uh, for the yeah for drugs and everything yeah exactly yeah. exactly so that yeah so you have to always look beyond that what is the facade you have to look beyond that and mm-hmm. that is where we struggle to reach out to our biggest uh, effort is to reach out not miss out anybody 
and you started this journey i know there is a social cause and an impact and you wanted to make this change and you wanted to reach out to the maximum uh, youth and make bring out this change personally as an individual um i know that you have always been passionate to make a change and social you know work on social causes did you feel or did you find yourself changing as you were working for all these different changes oh yes you won't believe i mean uh, i always tell my my daughters and my friends the best way to allow your child to grow is to ask her to leave the house <laughs> moment you yeah. leave the four walls of your house the way you grow the way you mature and the way you uh, learn and uh, see life at a different the fear was there but more, you won't believe from school to college i moved from one hostel to the other my school friends couldn't recognize me they said this is not the same rinali she is a different person completely because coming to bombay living in a hostel and you know you meeting you know you meet a such a cross sections of people from northeast to south to north everywhere you know that was the wonderful part of bombay is that you meet such a cosmopolitan mm. crowd so learn to accept learn to you know learn about them and this adds to your personality you know every little experience uh, whether is learning to how to cross a road in bombay to you know traveling by bus or a train everything emboldens you and you don't even realize it at that time that you know what you are learning and those learnings about uh people or, and I, my obsession and my love is to observe people mm. so i never get bored on any journey you know <laughs> i used to travel by train 24 hours to bangalore in those days you know flight was like out of the question that type 24 hours and everybody said you must have been tearing your hair out and so boring i said no i enjoyed it because you know the people their language their food their habits and then you ask them because i can talk and i immediately make friends you know so uh, whether it, there was uh, um, you know lgbt i you won't believe i mean i had a full 24 hour journey <laughs> with an lgbt person right in front and we were such good friends we exchanged recipes and it you know all these things add to your you, know, you want to help them you want to do something for them that mm-hmm. is why whether it was uh, you know I, i always say whether it's bar dancers you want to help uh, commercial sex workers their children everybody is welcome let us reach out to all kinds of sections of society and uh, this kind of um, meeting people and you know chatting with them and all that you know i was so, so scared in school and college rather to see an lgbt and you would run away because they would be asking you for arms and you know all that kind of thing and then all that turned to empathy mm. and understanding because moment i went into social work that is what happened mm. it is my way of looking at people changed you know mm. there you want to know more about them their language their uh, habits where do they come from their origins what do they think about something so and it is fascinating uh, that how you keep on learning about whether it is in um, and all these add to your personality you start 
एक्सेप्टिंग यू आर यू यू नो यू एक्सेप्ट पीपल यू एंजॉय मीटिंग पीपल यू आर हंग्री टू लर्न अबाउट पीपल एंड दिस थिंग देन यू नो वेन यू इंटरक्ट विथ पीपल यू कम टू नो यू नो एवरीवेयर इट्स नॉट क्या बोलते यू आर नॉट वेलकम एवरीवेयर समटाइम पीपल आर जेलस ऑफ यू Yeah, yeah, you are some somebody. Somebody is jealous of you. Somebody doesn't like your face. Somebody hates your uh, look. Your uh, I mean everything. So yeah, you understand. And you know earlier, my God, you know all that kind of thing. And then your react. Of course, I, I'll never talk to her. And all those childish <laughs> things that you change. I mean, she has every right. Why should everybody like me? So yeah. somebody doesn't like you. You realize that yes, I have some faults that she doesn't like. Yeah. So then you know that. helps you to change and look at yourself also you know ki kuch to hoga that she doesn't like in me so what is it you know mm. did, did i act uh, proud or did i show off or you know anything the way my mm. language everything mm. starts getting your attention mm. your expressions your body language everything mm. starts changing as you learn and more uh, you know meet more more you grow up you really mm. mentally to grow up you know mm. and uh, i remember i was newly married and somebody i said this is the best time of your life and one lady had told me she was there in my it was a cookery class i used to go to she told me you all are foolish girls you <laughs> 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 are 22 and you know all honeymoon stage she said you all are foolish girls you don't know life begins at 50 then is the the <laughs> great fun of life is you know when you have experienced it and you know that lady i don't even remember her name but it was one thing that stuck in my stuck mind yeah <laughs> and i realized that as you grow you know as you every year and i said yes it does add to your value that you know everybody you are more confident of yourself you know mm-hmm. you can face the world Mm. and you that maturity is of a different kind you know yeah and it comes from real experience it comes from ground yeah. level experience so you've tasted yes, it you've yes. felt it you've lived it uh, so tell yeah. me about this this uh, so one side of the work is like you have a collaboration and you work with so many people who need help so that's one side of the society and then you partner with different uh, organizations the corporate sectors and the funding and that comes from the government and to get the government recognition how difficult is it or what is the support structure in india for work like Uh, like you were very much then are they very supportive yeah. or do you really have to work hard to get their support see everybody has to work hard even the biggest of the ngos who might be earning 10 times more than us per year per year annual uh, budgets maybe uh, double of us or more much more each one has to work hard but in the beginning when we started it there was no government recognition that, you know what has come as corporate social responsibility came only about 10 years back or 8 years back and people criticized it and they hated it and they thought it was a a compulsion that it should not be given but as the uh, people accepted it and all that now they are seeing the sense of it you know it gives you a direction and mm. it's not that they are forcing you to give it to this cause or that cause you have to choose your own op- memorandum of objectives you know hmm. and uh, corporate india earlier was very small minded i want my uh, 
corporate my money my donation to be seen right in front of me so it is in your backyard near my factory near my office you know oh my factory is in so and so town maybe whatever 100 miles away i want the csr only to be there or not csr whatever my foundation money to be used only there mm-hmm. so those kind of things were there and uh, that was very uh, self objective was for their own uh, interest that has changed people are more understanding now though we have the same difficulty of asking for money in rural india now rural india is where the where the youth need a direction a livelihood option problem with rural india is there are no livelihood options in the rural area rural there is india. not much industry and we are not talking of a big town or a, even a peri urban town or a small town it is even lesser than that we are talking of villages where the population is 500 and 1000 in those there would be youth that will be ma- maximum 30 40 50 youth and in one or the three months we have trained all those youth but getting them a livelihood making them to understand or the importance of moving out 5 10 kilometers because there are industrial areas where they could get jobs but um, in villages people live in clusters very close to each other mm. it's in fact when you know your housing complexes now are very much like a village like structure everybody is having each other everybody's door is not even 1 meter away from your 2 meters away from your house mm. your door so that kind of secure uh, security is what they are used to in a village setting and then they find it very difficult to move out and it is also a money when we you know i'll give you an example when we were this is right in the beginning and everybody said oh if you want to uh, give employment to youth they must know english so when you know that time so english speaking was started later on we dropped it because we realized that the type of jobs that our people are going to get is the way the local man speaks the local language whether mm. it is a foundry mm. or a small carpentry shop or in a little dhaba or a local restaurant he need not know english and whatever english that is there in the we teach in the areas like hospitality but not required in our type of so that time when they asked uh, they were all bombay boys and uh, one old man used to come senior citizen used to come and teach and something happened and he was talking about gateway of india and the you know fountain area something like that and the boys and the girls said uh, what are you talking about so he said are apna bombay ka gateway of india we have never seen it then how are you long are you here i have been born here i have been in this city for 20 22 years but we have never moved beyond it because movement going in the family to gateway of india means to, uh, about 100 rupees for traveling by train and buying something there buying a ticket maybe buying some snacks it would mean a burden of 100 200 rupees for a family hmm. while his earning may be only 5 10000 in those days so you cannot afford to spend 2 300 rupees for a trip so that is where that is another learning that you know you can that we let's go let's go to for a movie today i mean we just don't even think let's go where is the movie 
it is in thane that's the only theater which is about 40 kilometers away but we just get into the car and we drive because we don't think about the money that is involved you are spending maybe a mm. 1000 rupees by go to thane and back but for that everything counts and then we realized that we were offering a boy in in a tribal area he had, he was he had done well and he was getting a job for 8000 in those days i'm talking about 15 18 years back and he said i can't go because the bus will cost me something 5 rupees or 10 5 rupees per day to go and 5 rupees to buy, to come back so 10 rupees i cannot afford plus food in the morning you know all these hmm. issues we don't we don't think, think but there's a yeah yeah so that is when i and um, women's safety is another uh, issue big issue yeah you know we go by car we go with a group you have your father brother even as children But there the girls drop out of school because the school is 3 kilometers away away from the village she has to walk alone she doesn't have a father or a uh, brother to drop her by a car or a scooter or a she has mm. to walk alone because they have gone on the field these are real life situations there and so the mother the first thing father says she can't walk alone uska safety bahut malum nahi bahut danger hai chhod do school so right from the second and third standard she drops out of school and she gets into milking the cow or taking the cows okay. for the raising yeah. domestic so this is you have to literally go mentally and live in a village to understand understand yeah and it's very easy to say well you know what every girl child should get an education but then the then the whole when you go there you see that it's not possible because you not know possible. even if you want to so is that so is there where you work very closely with the government or who do you work with in on these issues no. very closely no no we work with the local people Okay. government does not because government as i said in my earlier talk government has certain standard rules which they are not re- breaking the mold of first okay. course has to be one year three years it has to be an eight hour sessions you know every day the boy or girl has to come at 9 or 10 like we did you know in school we didn't even think of all those mm. things and uh, your parents are there to back you so you go through 10 12 years of school then another four years of college and another 10 years of whatever all those ex- education mm-hmm. we don't even blink an eye and think about it but for them to invest that kind of money for their child even if they love their child it's not that they don't love their child mm-hmm. they don't have that they don't have the capacity to invest so much in uh, and that's why they it is it's forced on them to drop them out you know and it is heartbreaking because a mother does have a dream that you know i have not gone to school maine kabhi school dekha nahi but meri beti padhegi and that is there in every woman's heart she wants her daughter it's not that she's heartless or she's she's really but she is not capable because she cannot support she doesn't have economic uh, independence to pay for her daughters that's why today's maids are working women are working even the my maid works only for her two daughters education yeah. Yeah. you know that kind of 
desire and so much uh, focus is there on the women today that i never went to school my father was a drunkard he never sent us to school and my mother was helpless but i will see that my daughter so they don't mind working in four five homes and you know how it is hmm. i mean like in the foreign abroad sense you would be a housekeeper the girl lady who comes in for the house works for one hour and goes by her car to another house but she is also struggling hmm. she has to make two ends meet in her for her own house so is the same situation it's only the context is different yeah you know yeah yeah it's a society the very topmost new york manhattan or it is our village in uh, <laughs> in uh, haryana or maharashtra same thing you can i can immediately give you a lots of examples you know for yeah. everything Mm. That's no, that's that's true, and I know that you you Yuva Parivartan now is in sixteen states in India, and I know you have a vision of replicating this model worldwide. So, what is it? Sixteen states has it expanded, or what is the vision outside India? No, outside India, I'll tell you that we had dreams of this because we thought it's a very replicable model. and uh, i was not thinking of the world or anything like that. more africa where it could be used mm. or you know places like bangladesh or mm. sri lanka similar right. to like, india in the context yeah. yeah yeah but one person said when i once i said you know i we have dreams that this model could even go abroad so i says isn't one india enough for you you can work here 100 years and you would not have taken uh, conquered the whole of india why you want to why do you have to worry about the other world just worry about your own country and it was like a slap on my face and i have felt mm. so hurt mm. that you know somebody had to say this and this was at a party over this thing you know and i felt like and said <laughs> i said no i will never talk about international again there's so much in india to do from kashmir to whatever kanyakumari to that there's so much and not one ngo like your parivartan you need thousands and thousands and that's yeah. why we are replicating it not with government help because as i said government only has um those standard formats of 6 months 1 year 3 years while we had to uh, complete right uh, mm. yeah. and we had to be innovative to mm. suit the local people so i'll give you one example of an ngo that wanted to educate schooling of gypsies these yeah. are gypsies called lamanis they are gypsies only lamanis they are called they move they have sheep and they move from uh, small uh, village to village and they uh, farmers give them money to keep their sheep overnight in their uh, compound on their farm so that the um, droppings add nitrogen to their um, farm you know to their soil now these lamanis move from so their children never go to school so you know what this ngo thought uh, that the teacher moved with them <laughs> so the teacher nice. yeah every day the teacher would take the children to a, under the tree and teach them their uh, 3 hours while the uh, parents did other work so now that is what is innovation for india it is yeah. ground you have to see the reality mm. there 
and that's mm. why our courses are to match them now we have a 3 months course for 2 hours every day that was what we found that 180 hours of uh, training with little more practical less theory is suitable for the city dwellers they don't want anything that looks like a school or feels like a school 8 hours is school you know and they hated it so we did that now we went into the villages and we found in the villages who don't need 3 months training they need only maybe 1 month and about 60 50 60 hours and that just mentally prepares them to go out in the world and works with somebody for 8 10 hours mm-hmm. and the mental preparation is what is required you know it's like when you go to uh, do your you know harvards and all that that rigor itself of the training course prepares you for the corporate world where you can work you have to need to work 18 hours or you know and face the hard competition amongst the colleagues that prepare so this is what we have to we have to prepare our these youth in the villages to be ready for a job which is near his place show him the outside world mentally and so our courses are one month and uh, 60 hours two hours per day or whatever because he has to graze the cattle milk the cow or maybe work, take, do yeah. something help the father on his field or a farm or whatever the, he has a shop so these are the needs of the local village you can't say ki uh, i'm taking your son now for six three months and he's going to be in the center for eight hours a day his mother his father will all object yeah. get let that because when you ask them they say education ka ye padhai ka kuch farak nahi padta hmm. because it doesn't prepare you for a job it doesn't hmm. prepare you for anything in life hmm. what they learn up to 8 9 10th it doesn't prepare them so is it what is my son capable of after going to school for 8 years he still doesn't know anything so his father prefers that he works with him on his farm or in his shop and then teaches him there you know so the value of education has not seeped down to the lower classes where money is more important than education that's true and they have to get the ends meet i mean you can't really think through an empty stomach i mean you need to you know have have you have to earn that money and uh, it's a highly competitive world as well um so what are the future plans for yuva parivartan if i were to ask you today uh the ideal uh, future would have been that we become an ngo that uh, encourages people to form their own ngos and carry on the work of your parivartan as their main objectives you know mm. we want more mini or you know ngos like your parivartan following our model or working for the youth in skill development across the country you know that was Our, our dream till while we get into uh, uh getting preparing for more courses what courses would suit the new industry the industry is changing the people are not prepared to meet you know that the match the skills they, they have don't match the industry's uh, requirements nowadays mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how do we prepare them for those mm-hmm. requirements and this scenario is changing so rapidly Hmm. you know what was basic computer uh, skills what was basic imp- uh, computer 
course was the most popular now we have to go into tally and c plus and you know all those kind of things so even if we are we have dropouts is they have iq so hmm. they may have studied only up to 8 10 12 or whatever dropout of college but they have good enough iq to get into these courses so we uh, that world has not reached the lower classes the lower hmm. class of uh, you know socio economic class so there's a lots to do for in that field and we want these other ngos to do it and we could be the guide you know the uh, motivators the people who provide them all their solutions because um, you will not believe it but the biggest problem you know challenges you will say what are the challenges government you know all this. no our challenges is mobilizing people <laughs> <laughs> you will not believe it you put up a board and say you know i mean if you imagine some fancy international school says uh, free education or at 50% there would be a rush of our middle class upper class people to put their children in their best school you know and here we say free reduced hours <laughs> job assistance you can give them scholarships you are teaching them practical they are going to assist them in getting job preparing nobody comes it to convince so i remember youth in bangalore a lot of youth had got it to uh, this uh, preparing uh, teaching in, uh, english to engineering and college dropouts and pre- preparing them for the bpo with guaranteed jobs because bpos in bangalore employ thousands and 5000 and 10000 people people yeah and they said here are these two three young boys that come to me say asking me what should we do we are frustrated because they had started that ngo given up their uh, whatever working life and they felt they should do something for the country young three ambitious and passionate boys and uh, they started this one month english course very fast learning and immediate jobs can you believe it in those days for these um, jobless youth 10000 a month guaranteed mm-hmm. and you know bpos give you free food lots of things mm-hmm. he says there was no queue there was nobody there was no youth <laughs> outside our gates <laughs> ma'am what should we do <laughs> you are asking me i am still learning and we keep learning how to mobilize you how to make them understand and yeah. we um, in 2007 i think uh, kishore and i and the little team we had in those days we had gone across the country to study ngos and their models and we could see that you know everybody puts up a very brave front yeah we are doing very well but we could see that getting youth <laughs> you know even you offer it free on a platter they are not going to not take interested it. yeah yeah not interested so how to make them they are maybe going hungry you know just mm. last week somebody rang me up uh, my um, uh, some dobi's son is uh, his father has had a heart attack my his brother has had something else they are literally going hungry even rice and dal is not being cooked can you get him a job so immediately our two girls said yes there's a job 12000 he will get food and he will get accommodation also or he'll get something 
I don't want the job in that far. I want up only up to ten kilometers or something like that. So he, so I told my friend, if he was really that hungry, he wouldn't he wouldn't you, you go? go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what to do with these children? Why isn't he saying yes? So these are issues yeah, that yeah. our counseling and social impact department is only breaking their heads over <laughs> as to why they don't want to do anything. That's very interesting because that's that's another thing that I found in the work that we do. You know, we think like it's it's important that people should do a lot of inner work, and then you see there are no takers of it. You're only talking, and then nobody wants to listen to you. And you're like, but I'm I really mean sense and I mean well, but nobody's listening. And you're like, I don't know why. <laughs> so as you always realize, you are speaking from your ideas, your view. You have not seen yeah. their viewpoint. You are not. Yeah. That's why. Um, uh, you know, we make it the point that our staff then they join. We are so city and urban thinking. You know, you have to go and go really live in that village yes. to know what is going on in their head. As you yeah. could open their head and see, kya ho raha hai udhar. <laughs> it is yeah. an enigma, and it is uh, really the biggest challenge as to why. You know, you are there saying they are going hungry. You see them, but they are happy in that world. You know, we think that you know I should have an air conditioned home yeah. and a car yeah. and my, you know, a lovely view house or maybe I'm I should be cooking all the fancy food in my house. That is my achievement, and I say I have arrived. But they, they don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to them. I think for them, it's it, a complete. And they don't yeah. know. They don't know. Mm. You know, so. That is what we only think from our point of view. Uh, I have gone to a donor. He said, "I've got lot of land in uh, some uh, Orissa or something, and I want to uh, do something for my village." Will you are perivartan work? I said, "Yes." What do you want? He said, "I want that the village which is so bad. I want every village in the every there should be no hut." it should be a one two storied house there should be a car outside his house all his children should be going to school his wife would be working in the house educated and the man would be earning 30 40000 per month so i said in a village where there is you know you have to start with the education no no we are doing education we are giving them free food we are giving them a school bag and some books and all that i said it's not that for you to achieve and maybe they don't want they don't want your bungalow they are happy mm. in their uh, hut that they have they are cozy in their you know is like the rich man uh, living i mean uh, your president living in the white house saying that you know everybody should live in white house <laughs> <laughs> like you know yeah. i have a three room lovely cottage by the sea and i'm very happy in it yeah <laughs> no i completely that, get it i completely get it is so and we are too highly educated we are so aware of what is happening in us in the europe's in the americas and all that so we think that is the world that we should aspire for you know and but that's not the truth is like you need to if you're working at a ground level thing you have to sort of go to the you know go there and be be a part of them in order to understand what needs changing and what is it that you can yeah, impact yeah yeah 
So, uh, Rinaldi, Auntie, any last thoughts that uh, that you have? And Priya, if you have any last questions or last thoughts that you would like to share? I think uh, let us... Priya, um, you can um, ask. Rinaldi. <laughs> no, Auntie, I think, uh, I think I had a wonderful time listening to your vast experience through uh, making such minute and, you know, on, on the reflective image over the years such a large difference in people's life where they build, I mean, you have literally build people into um, sort of looking at what they need. Not everybody even understand, like even human beings, they don't yeah. understand what, what is important for them. Being in a format, uh, being in the way that traditions have followed, it's, it's like living examples over the year, over the year, over the yeah. year. So, so yeah, yeah, I think uh, it was incredible to hear your journey and, uh, there's a lot to so take back home. Main, yeah, main risks we took is that breaking all those standards uh, set by government. You know, itna hi hona chahiye, utna hi hona chahiye. He mm. said no. I mean, if a uh, school children, I remember uh, history, geography, some class, something like that. You'd just go out and take our chairs. We have, you know, I remember in the second standard, Pune, and go and be under the tree. Then the class is over in 10 minutes, you get bored. Then there were uh, swings and uh, rope climbing and oh, cha, but you know, you do what you want. You know, just there's no kind of uh, open school, you know, so much this thing. It will be yeah. such fun. And I'll give you one example. My school, I mean, that was unique school. Uh, we were in the second standard and uh, they wanted us to, girls, to learn because the boys used to go for boxing. And they said, no, girls cannot go for boxing. So what will they do? Learn knitting. You know what we learn knitting on? The jhadu hota hai na, kadak wala jhadu. That those sticks, those sticks we had to bring from home, the thicker part, and then we use this, them as knitting needles. <laughs> and, okay. and, we had, and, and then the teacher sharpened it with a, with a blade and made them into knitting needles. Now that kind of thing, and then you know you want to study nature, you want to know how the rain falls. You'd go into a go by bus into a field outside the, the outside Pune that was, and watch everything, and you know see actually how a, what is a stream, what is a brook, what is a a small river. You know you don't nobody knows these things. They only know the word river and the streams and brooks was in only in uh, poetry. So, <laughs> so actually all those kind of things. So that innovations, you know, you have to bring even to these children, you know, and uh, what we learned is that you don't, you have to only prepare them for this and then put them on the job and they learn on the job. So on yeah. the job, uh, because I have asked even the, your IAMs and all those MBA colleges, after the children study, those boys, the most brilliant boys get in in two years, they're studying. After they join an organization, the corporate says, we have to unlearn all that two years of uh, uh, bullshit in their head. So <laughs> we have to remove all that, clean up that thing because they come with swollen That's heads. Right, actually. 
ஒரு <laughs> not you know we don't want him okay. to teach him more than this so that is what uh, learn and unlearn so you are to unlearn, they have to unlearn so we don't teach them much we just prepare them to learn to behave at the workplace behavior at the workplace and i am on one of this posh committee giving galis uh, boxing sab chalta hai in all the big corporates <laughs> so somebody is <laughs> that posh i said no it's not sexual harassment it is only hr and behavior at the workplace which i teach my yuva parivartan kids how to behave at the workplace so it's like that you know in fact our sochka parivartan which is a mental uh, what to say psychological and uh, personality development course which we have prepared ourselves is called sochka parivartan that uh, has all these and that we took and the took the design from the i am amdavad so, <laughs> because they have a two month uh, executive program and they teach all this you know about it's about low self esteem less confidence interpersonal relationship coping mechanisms problem solving and i asked i said do these boys know they said no they none of them know how to cope up with the problem so it's thank you so much for no, for welcome. giving us this time and also for uh, we got to talk to lakshmi and neha i know had issues but yeah, we did yeah. speak to shamali so that was incredible yeah. and we wish yeah. every single youth that comes to yuva parivartan all the very best and that i i don't know how we can support like yet i'm like i haven't formed an idea yet but we would definitely like to be a part and since priya my co-founder of this uvd is here i think we definitely yeah. would like to be a part of uh, you know this uh, this movement that you've started and uh, i feel you. quite privileged that uh, you know we we got to share this space with you today so thank you very much for your time thank, thank you. you and thank you everyone all, on call uma amit and shomali neha all the best to your program <laughs> all the best you. to you thank you